Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her in personal. <laughs> okay. Personal. But because I, because, because today, well, we are going to be talking about personal things. Right. I have a great dream I can't wait to tell you about. I have so many things that I <laughs> want to tell you about. And I feel, so I feel like this episode is very, um, we're back in the studio. We're back. Yeah. People, We're back. People are going to be like, oh, you know, it's because they haven't recorded in so long. How fun. No, it's because this is how I am as a person. This is how we are. <laughs> I was going over my list of things. So basically, Summer and I, oh. each we each had a note yep. that we would kind of just, while we were on break, just periodically Update. contribute to and whatever Thoughts. we're thinking about. And I was kind of going over it. Yeah. Um. And I was like, no, this is just... This is who I am as a person. This is just my life. This is what I do. So for sound check, I just started thinking I was going to say my debit card number. (laughs) (laughs) And then you were like, oh, you're going to say your personal phone number too. But the thing is, is a couple weeks ago, I had to go get Ransom's uh, ties revised. Uh Because he had a lip and a tongue tie. And so I'm calling the office and I'm like, they didn't answer. So I had to leave a voicemail and they're like, in your voicemail, leave your name, your phone number, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I tell them, I'm like, hi, I've been referred by blah, blah, blah. My name is Summer Yeager. Wait a minute. Did you tell us this? Did I tell the story? When would you have possibly told us this? Did I say the last time we recorded at ReformCon? I already told the story. <laughs> Wait. I already told the story. Wait. Okay. Remember, you forgot your forgot phone number. I forgot my phone number. <laughs> And then you forgot that you told the story. <laughs> Literally. That just adds another layer. <laughs> so glad you remembered. We would have had, I would have had to get a voicemail to tell me that well, I already told I the was story. Like, I was like, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so oh, interested. <laughs> yeah. And then wait, there, there was a moment. So I'm at least, I mean, I don't. You're halfway there. Right. You're halfway. And I don't have a newborn, so. But. I'm impressed. Not a lot of I'm it. actually really impressed because we haven't done that was a month over a month ago that I right. told you. So anyway, and I remembered here you did <laughs> eventually. That lady. Well, wait. I guess for anyone who oh, oh. anyone for anyone that didn't hear that episode, they're kind of like, well, what now I want to hear the story. Oh, yeah. So I didn't remember my phone number. So I'm on this lady. You were like leaving. I'm a voicemail, leaving a voicemail. Right? I'm like, my name is Summer Yeager. My phone number is. And I didn't have it. Yeah. And there was like, I couldn't grab it. I'm just sitting in my room on my phone and I am searching the files in my brain and there's nothing there. And so I was like, well, I hope you guys, (laughs) I said, I hope you guys have a machine that captures phone numbers because I don't know mine. Oh, and then didn't the lady. (laughs) So I called back Didn't the lady like remember? She was like, oh, I really got a kick out of your. Yeah. I was like, I called you guys earlier. I couldn't remember my phone number and she just burst into laughter. <laughs> She's like, oh, that was hilarious. And I was just like, yeah, I'm doing so great. That's hilarious. I'm doing really. And I love that you told the story again. Because I didn't remember telling the story. <laughs> I I Classic. have to preface all of my stories now with like, I don't know if I've told you this yet or not. Right. Because I genuinely have no idea. I do that all the time. I also, I don't know, maybe this is just how some people are. But I like telling stories. That's how I like to communicate with people. I like to, I don't know. And so I'm sure that if you are my friend. Yeah, you'll hear stories Or if twice. you listen to the show. Bless my husband's heart. You've heard me talk enough to where I have yep. just, you've heard me repeat the same stories over and over I hope again. our husbands can just live with it. Sometimes Eric will let me finish a whole story. Me, I'm, And he'll be like, <laughs> I think one time he rated it. He was like, you know, the second time he told that story, it was even better. <laughs> 
Seven out of ten this time. Because, <laughs> you know, men rate things like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so which via numerical yeah, system. I think. Well, I know we've talked about it before. How like men want you to like when we first started talking and we were dating, he'd be like, rate your day. And like he would have a number in mind. He'd be like, my day was a 7.25. Like he would be that accurate. And I have given him so much grief. So do you have like a system, like an algorithm that he like runs that through? Men do that. And then we did the Jerry Bridges book. Yeah. In book club. And he would want you to write like on a scale of, and and all of us ladies were like, we don't think this way. But last night, (laughs) last night, my I know that my husband's gonna be thinking about this, so I have to acknowledge it. Last night I told him, I said, You're my favorite person. And I added, which I we say that to each other all the time. You're mm-hmm. my favorite person. You're my favorite person. I You added, should all be saying that to your yeah, spouses. Like I just want him to know he's my favorite person. He's my number one person. Mm-hmm. And I but I added by a mile. <laughs> and which I've never said before. And he goes, only by a mile. <laughs> and then I was like, well, well, obviously when I'm measuring the mile, everyone, all the measurements are done by like all of us being the size of a doll. <laughs> so the doll to mile ratio, Ransom to mile ratio. <laughs> is actually pretty intense. And he was like, wait, <laughs> you have a doll to mile ratio in mind that you rate things by, but you can't give me on a scale of one to 10. How was your day? <laughs> It's abstract. Everyone knows the doll to mile ratio, obviously, was my position. <laughs> well, in such a literal read, obviously, mile just means a lot. What is it? 5,280 feet? Is that a mile? 5,280, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. How? If it's not. <laughs> how many feet? There you go, Eric. That's how, you, that's how much. If if it's not, what is that number in my head? Hey, no, that's what it is. Oh, okay. I mean, I honestly, I assumed feet. it was right because for you to, <laughs> to remember a number, a number but not <laughs> remember your own phone number, I'm like, it's got to be right. That's know. too random. <laughs> I know how many feet are in a mile at least. Can't give you my phone number. Don't, <laughs> don't. Maybe it's because I don't want anyone to call me. Like there's a part of my brain that's I, like. Uh, I walked up to my friend's house the other day and it was like, they have a sign on their door. They have a younger baby Uh and um man i'm not gonna remember exactly what the sign says but it basically says like please don't ring or knock Uh please text or call yeah and And i was like that is such a clever way yes to get anyone who doesn't know you to just leave Leave. you alone yes (laughs) because it's like oh if i don't know you and i don't have your phone number i can't text or call you if you don't have my phone number you don't belong here and i can't (laughs) i can't knock or ring Right. So that means I just have to leave. I have to leave. <laughs> That's I have to my go. only option. I would add a caveat, like unless you're Amazon. No, because even Amazon tells me from my phone right. when my package they has just, been delivered. Yeah. So never mind. You know, just never mind. They have no reason. Yeah. Sometimes they knock so angrily too. They're very busy. They are. They're very. I can't believe we have a uh, we have a trash pickup service in our apartment complex, yeah. which we don't use, though we're still charged for it. What? <laughs> that's a whole other episode. they give you this like <laughs> tiny trash can and they're like please only fill this and then put it on your i don't know it doesn't make any sense to me i feel like we should be able to opt out anyway i agree but there's this new kid that does trash trash collection and when i say kid i mean he's definitely a man <laughs> but he's probably like 19 or eight, 18 or 19 okay but this kid runs oh he's enthusiastic and I'm just like he is getting such a great workout. Yeah, he is. Stairs, he just because they're stairs. He just runs. He runs up the stairs, and every time you see him, he's yeah. running. Okay, and I'm like, he probably gets it done in half the time. I have mad. He's respect probably for that. nowadays he's probably making what eighteen dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he just gets the greatest workout of his life in just all cardio, all steps. I have a lot of respect for that. I'm like, man, good for him. Man. Way to go, I know. hustle. That's awesome i'm proud of him should we get to our thoughts that we wrote yeah. down oh man it's been a these aren't even the thoughts that we wrote down you guys i how was your thanksgiving it was good um okay. what did i do yeah that was a long time ago at this point it's been oh, weeks oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we went to some friend's house uh we we went to my my mom's in the morning and then nice. we went to uh lemon's house wonderful yeah beautiful 
and Georgia and Lemon had a blast. Of course. And we, well, Lemon ended up falling asleep before Lucky. Georgia. <laughs> okay. She, you know, it's different when you're at home. She goes hard also. She does. She really does. That's but wonderful. We had, a, we had a great time and yeah. the food was delish. And how about you? Yeah, it was. I just saw that wonderful picture of Ransom that was like <laughs> the most year face yeah. on his face. <laughs> Ransom's um, brow bone is just very exquisite and expressive. Mm -hmm. And he does a lot of telling you things. Yeah. With his brow. Very communicative. Very communicative face. I can't imagine where he got it from. No idea. I just can't. No idea. Plus his heart. Um, (laughs) I actually feel like we could draw where he got it from a few (laughs) generations. But, you know. It goes back. (laughs) It goes back away. Perhaps all the way to Scotland. Um, yeah. But yeah, Eric worked really hard and and made a lot of food. And I think I just... Nursed a baby? Yeah, I think I just hung out with a baby. So it was fun. Go Eric. He, I mean, yeah. I feel like he's a good cook. So He's a great cook. And he did a wonderful job. And it was hectic. But we... We celebrated. Filled the table. Things. and My mom made enjoyed. pumpkin crunch cake and it was delicious. Ooh. It far exceeded the pumpkin pie. I think, um, unfortunately, as much as I love a simple and good pumpkin pie, pumpkin crunch cake has really taken a seat. Okay. P- potentially a permanent seat at the table. All right. For in terms of Thanksgiving food, because it's really, really good. Uh, and Georgia and I made some pumpkin pies together that's she, fun does she like that yeah she yeah. was super excited we, we yeah. made because for our anniversary which we also were on a break yeah. uh my husband got me a KitchenAid mixer wonderful a beautiful like it's really beautiful like, i like i love the orange color. one yeah i love um, that color and so georgia and i have been making stuff and she's so we made Good. A pumpkin pie for my stepdad's birthday and then we made two pumpkin pies for thanksgiving and she's just fantastic she's all about it but yeah. we used real pie pumpkins wow which i don't generally do but okay. i think i'm i think that it it just really elevates it to the point where i'm not going back if you if you guys receive a pumpkin pie from me it's not gonna be canned that's yeah. i'm not i mean i'm not a snob no i think canned is still good <laughs> but there's some i mean my well and i i actually relate to that because i i know i've talked about this before but i feel very strongly about green bean casserole okay not coming from a can you can okay. make a much better green bean casserole mm-hmm. by making your own mushroom mix yeah and by using fresh green beans mm-hmm. but the typical the typical uh roster that i have at my celebrations we're split half of my family and friends that typically come over they like they love the canned Mm -hmm. and then half like the fresh thanksgiving is very much that way like there's a lot of people that yeah there's something about the flavor profile yeah like i want the campbell's soup Mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't or the canned cranberry versus the fresh Every time. And so what I've been doing the last year, year or two, I don't know if anybody's noticed, is for Thanksgiving, I'll do the canned. And then for Christmas, I'll do the fresh. Because I usually have the same people at Thanksgiving and Christmas. So then everybody gets one thing that they typically Mm -hmm. enjoy. But I just don't understand. I personally cannot believe that anybody would prefer the canned. (laughs) It has to be nostalgia. Like the, the fresh... The fresh green beans, the freshly made mushroom sauce where you use bacon fat as the mm-hmm. base is there is no question by a mile when the doll is by a mile. <laughs> the indicator of size. Yes. This casserole is just better. But you from know, the green bean to mile ratio, <laughs> from the, seriously, green bean, canned green bean to mile <laughs> ratio. It's just better. But whatever. Well, we all have our we're moving on our preferences. I um. We did say before we took our break that when we came back, we would be different people. And we are. (laughs) You guys, I already told you I have a KitchenAid mixer now. Of course, I'm a different person. I, here's how different I am. Do you know how easy it is to make whipped cream now? (laughs) Oh, so easy. I I can make whipped cream. I walk away. I walk away. I know. I actually made whipped cream this week in my my kitchen. And normal and normal speed settings. When you hand mixers go so fast, 
Yeah. Faster than anything ever <laughs> needs to be mixed. Ever. Yeah. Like what? I, the low setting. I the know. lowest setting on a hand mixer. I know. Is faster than anything ever. They're stressful. Would ever need to be mixed. They're stressful. Ever. I know. It's been it's been a real tragedy that I was gifted a mixer before you were. Um, but <laughs> I've even borrowed your mixer. You even, even borrow, it's like sad. Like it's sad that someone gifted me this because like <laughs> why do I have this? But but I over the last several weeks have and I, this is sad actually because I'm 33. But I can make cookies without a recipe now which oh, just really is a new nice. new level for me uh-huh. of something that I have never done but um we I wanted to make cookies for the cookie exchange okay or our our ladies the women's ministry at our church does a, a huge cookie exchange every year and mm-hmm. you bring 72 cookies and yeah. Um, and then you leave with a bunch of cookies. And then too. we we exchange cookies and there's prizes given for best tasting and then best uh how do we phrase it? Now we do like it's a display. Display. Yeah. Yes, best display. So people get creative with yes. how they display their cookies. Well, about a month ago I decided that well, this year my daughter didn't want to make the cookies. She okay. normally makes the cookies and so I was like, well, I have to make cookies this year and I don't know how to make cookies. So I need to like really be ahead of the game yeah. because I don't know what I'm it's not like I can you whip these up on Monday first, yeah right like that's not how I was gonna go so I found this <laughs> I found this recipe and I thought it looked good enough and nobody had claimed it yet so I was like I'm gonna do this and what I read in the title of the cookie was trash monster Christmas cookies okay that's what I read we'll come back to that <laughs> So I get the recipe, I get all the stuff, and I start making the dough in batches and freezing it so that on the day of, I can just make cook them. Mm-hmm. And then because I was so ahead of the game, like I had the dough done two weeks early, I was like, well, maybe I can actually, instead of just putting them on a plate, because I've never cared about displaying right. yeah. it, like just just getting 72 cookies somewhere has felt like a big enough achievement Right. that also thinking about making a creative display for the cookies has not been whatever. But I was like, I have two weeks. I can think about it. So then I thought about it. I'm like, they're trash monster Christmas cookies. So why don't I, because it, the word trash is in the title um, and the word monster is in the title and the word cookies in the title, I'm thinking of the cookie monster. Uh-huh. And like, doesn't he live in a trash can? Doesn't he live in a trash can? I said to myself, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Cookie Monster lives in a trash can. So what I'm going to do, because Cookie Monster lives in a trash can, and these are called (laughs) Trash Monster Christmas cookies, (laughs) I am going to find a cute little retro trash can Uh on Amazon, and I'm going to fill it up, and I'm going to decorate it with lights, and the cookies will be in there, and it'll be, you know, Cookie Monster. Uh Okay. Well... (laughs) I do that. I buy. I go on Amazon. I spend an hour looking for the perfect blue trash can because of the cookie monster being blue. Uh-huh. And it's cute and it's retro and it looks like the one that I have in my head yeah. that he lives in uh-huh. on Sesame Street. Uh-huh. And I find like cheap little twinkle lights that are battery operated and I'm like, I'm doing it. And then It's coming together. It's all coming together. This is all happening. And then my daughter's like, why are you buying a trash can? And I was like, well, because Cookie Monster lives in a trash can. And she was like, no, the green guy lives in the trash can. Oscar the Grouch lives in a trash can. And I was like, I've made this whole thing up. (laughs) And I go back to the recipe and guess what? Trash is not in the title (laughs) of this recipe. (laughs) These are not trash monster. I made that. I read that. These are not trash monster Christmas you cookies. You made all, everything up. I well, made, they are now. <laughs> I made everything up. I made the whole story. I, I thought I was doing in accordance with reality, but I wasn't. But then I do feel a little bit better because I was telling Candy the story and she sent me a bunch of pictures from Sesame Street. Apparently the cookie monster will search through trash cans for cookies and okay. there's a ton of pictures of cookie monster in a trash can which is why i think i had that in my head like she sent me a bunch she's like look here as, he long, is. as long as you don't show up on monday night and there's no one at the cookie you're like did i make this all <laughs> did up i make too? all this up 
I made 72 cookies and went to my pastor's house for no reason. I'm literally insane. I could have swore. I RSVP'd to that. So that's hilarious. Anyway, um, to all of my friends that will be at the cookie exchange taking cookies out of a mini trash can, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Don't say anything to don't, me about Oscar the Grouch. Do not ask any questions. I fact check this, and sometimes, sometimes the Cookie Monster the cookie does monster is in a trash desperately can. search for cookies. Though I don't think he does that anymore because didn't they have to like healthify him because he? I don't know. I didn't watch Sesame Street as a kid, obviously, right. and I, I didn't definitely really still. I, did. I mean, I think I did occasionally, but now that yeah, they've always been. I yeah, don't know Sesame Street. Not familiar. Um, well, actually, it ha- this has to do with something that I had written in my notes. Perfect. Um, I just, I'm going to try to read these so that you, to really solidify how much this just is our life. I'm just going to try to kind of read what I wrote. Exactly. I wrote, so I was listening to this podcast (laughs) and they were talking about golden era Disney toys. So golden era is that, yes, you know, not what we're making now. When we we were kids, (laughs) I feel like. Um, and they were describing all these toys and I knew exactly what they were talking about. Um, like down to like little details, like to the point where I could like imagine myself playing with them. Like I had memories of me playing with these specific toys. Um, and then I thought, am I remembering playing with the toy or am I remembering the commercial? The commercial. And I maybe never even had that toy. Because mm-hmm. when I have the memory, I'm imagining a little girl playing with the toy. <laughs> but like outside of myself. Like yeah. if I, if the memory of me would be from my perspective right. looking at the toy in my own hands. Right. Instead I have this memory of a little girl of a little girl it. who a, is me playing so I'm remembering a commercial. You absolutely And it's are. possible I never even yeah had it. Yeah. That's yeah, that's likely <laughs> and true. And that's how that's how you influential commercials, commercials are. are. <laughs> yeah, if you don't think you're being influenced by commercials, the commercials have done their job really well. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I was just like, I was like, how many toys did I not have? I know that, that I actually have had. memories of playing with. <laughs> I know. My I have a I had the uh, Lion King soundtrack on a little cassette tape. Okay. So for Christmas one year, I got a little mini boombox. I mean, it was a foot long. Right. So boomboxes, whatever. I to me, it was a boombox. Okay, it was a foot long. It was the cutting edge. <laughs> it was the cutting edge of technology. Well, and let's face it, like it was. It was yeah. It, it might have been smaller and cheaper than like a Sony whatever. Yeah. But that was as that yeah. was as good as it got. <laughs> I walked around my house with my little cassette tape and my pink, bright pink footlong boombox, uh, listening to the Lion King soundtrack. And um, at one point, my parents came in and did you have one of those chairs that like also folded out straight into a bed? I feel like we all had one of those. We ha- we just had a pull out couch, but okay. I know what you're talking. W- and I knew lightweight. people that had it. It yeah. was like the original nugget, uh-huh. you know? I would like stand mine up and then um, my parents walked in and I was preaching to my stuffed animals with the Lion King oh. soundtrack playing in the background. <laughs> like I would play the, it is very inspiring. the circle of life. That's and, very like evangelical church. And I would give my stuffed animals <laughs> the gospel. And I remember my dad walking in and he was dying laughing. He was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he like observed for a minute. He's like, what are you doing? Because I kept going. I was like, excuse me. I was five, you know? Yeah. And he was like, I was like, I'm preaching. I'm the pastor. And then that was when he was like, yeah, you can't. We got to have a conversation <laughs> I, about this. You can't. Women can't do that. <laughs> From a very early age. Very, you, you learned. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, I loved the Lion King soundtrack. Oh. I used to skate around in my Lion King roller skates in the house oh, and yeah. like do full on production. Full on production. Like all by yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. I yep. also did that with uh the Hanson's Christmas album. <laughs> Which I still listen to. <laughs> Didn't we play that? Didn't one year we only played that as our outro? I think it was Mbop. Yeah. We did that to everybody oh, okay. for a while. I'm not sorry. Um 
Okay, so yes. I have more things. Yeah. Uh, she hasn't been doing this as much recently, but I'm going to tell you a, a, a something Georgia went through. Okay. So Georgia says smells like instead of sounds like. So for example, <laughs> a, you will hear like a bird noise and she'll be like, it smells like a bird. Um, another thing I have in here is a part of why parents are embarrassing is that they're trying to teach their kids that it can be fun to be a dork. This was like a whole thing That's I went through for accurate. like, for like a few weeks. I was thinking about this a lot. Like mm-hmm. we there's that classic like parents are embarrassing trope and i'm like maybe now that yeah. as a parent it's like maybe our parents are just trying to teach us that it's okay to, to laugh yourself at yourself so seriously. yeah and it's okay to enjoy yourself even if maybe like people think it's a little dorky i think that's accurate um so uh yeah I also, um, I have, I was rewatching Monsters, Inc. and was considering oh. for the first time the extreme amount of energy required to operate the enormous track system that moves all the doors. No wonder yes. there's an energy shortage. No kidding. <laughs> and I was just like, how, that's so classic. Like, the corrupt, yeah. um, the corrupt business uh-huh. owner is like also using just... The most. Right. <laughs> I feel bad because I have a I have a Monsters Inc. cloth diaper and it has the doors on it uh-huh. and then it, like the colors. And the other day, my older son was like, "What movie is that from?" And I was like, "Wow, I've really, yeah, <laughs> not me. Someone has really failed you." <laughs> and we gotta. Get it wasn't that, me get that, that failed you, going. but someone failed you <laughs> that you can't recognize this movie right. from the doors and the purple, blue, and green. Right, but um. Which reminds me that, you know, we've had so many voicemails because you and I haven't been here. But right. The show's been going still somewhere. Right. And so I it, know I just see it get posted every Monday and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, we had that conversation. We had Nate Pickowitz on. That's right. That was great. That was so fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was hot the last time we were in here and now I'm freezing. Oh, yeah. But uh it's yeah, been really true. fun because a lot of people have been leaving voicemails saying they they were basically three months behind me in pregnancy. So as they were listening to the show the last three months, like they would be at oh, the same stage like, of pregnancy so that though, I was. Okay, So you had had ransom, but they were you were tracking with them. Yes. OK, cool. So like I would say, oh, I'm 28 weeks pregnant today. And as that episode came out, they were 28 How weeks funny. pregnant. So they've been calling and leaving voicemails and it's been really fun. But I had a bunch of people ask for uh, what brand of cloth diapers I'm using. Oh, uh huh. And I feel bad because there's been so many emails and messages and voicemails about that that I haven't been able to get respond to everybody mm-hmm. so I'll just tell you right now I don't know <laughs> um <laughs> here's the answer to your question <clears throat> there isn't an answer <laughs> I don't know uh some are better than others um I was I was I I was practically gifted I paid for it but let's say the discount on this was it's so extreme right from a friend so many gorgeous, beautiful cloth diapers mm-hmm. that were still in just wonderful condition that she let me buy from her for like pennies on the dollar. Right. And so I wasn't looking at the brands when I was buying them. I was just like, here's a friend who used these and took really good care of them. And they're all beautiful. And half of them are really cute prints. Right. Half hence, of them. Hence the monsters. Almost yeah. all of them are like prints that you would just die for. Yeah. Um. So I n- didn't look at the brands at all. There's a mixture. There's little Alaskans. I really like the little Alaskans. I really like the mama koalas and I really like the bum geniuses. And that's mm. the most I have for you guys. I pretty much think any cloth diaper well taken care of, washed correctly and dried correctly is fine and works fine. Mm-hmm. That's been my experience with cloth I d- diapers. I know that like it's it's one of those things that's kind of a little different for everyone. So it's hard to yeah. cuz like cuz I've asked friends for recommendations and they're kind of it's like, well, I can give you some, but you also have to kind of just what works try for and you see what works. And, yeah. yeah. And there's definitely a little bit of an investment up front, I know. Yes. And then 
I think, and so, oh, on the suggestion I gave, someone emailed and said that they did, and it worked great, which was, I think, if you want a cloth diaper, because cloth, good cloth diapers are going to run you about $25 on average mm-hmm. per cloth diaper. Um, and that's kind of, that can be on the low end. Like, if you yeah. want the cute prints, they're right. going to run up even higher. But um, when I first started cloth diapering with my first baby, I just asked everyone coming to my baby shower, I was like, just bring one cloth diaper. Right. That was my request mm-hmm. because I knew they could spend between 20 and $25. Right. And so I left my baby shower with a full stash. You want about 25. Right. So do the math. If you want about 20 to 25 cloth diapers, they cost about 20 to $25. You are spending money up front. Right. You save money in the long run. Anyway, moral of the story, have fun cloth diapering. I think it's great. I think if you have a washer and dryer in house that it just makes sense to do. Yeah. For most of us. And um, what's been really fun was right when I started cloth diapering him, because you really can't do it the first. Well, you can, but I don't do it the first month. Yeah. Um, when I started January, who as soon as Ransom was born, just became huge. Just like. Yeah. I, she like, took that as her. It was a she's sign. She's like, oh, I'm not the littlest anymore. <laughs> no. Literally, I came home with him and her tooth fell out. Yeah. <laughs> That is hilarious. Her tooth came out and it was like, okay, she's a, she's a big kid now. Um, Well, and then like almost overnight, Ransom was like, I'm just going to become Janny's little twin. Yeah. I'm just going to look just like her. (laughs) He was born. Yeah. I was like, great. So I still have one. I still have one of these small people um, because they're twins. Absolutely. Uh, So right about when I started cloth diapering him, she was watching her older sisters who have, they have, they each have a paid job around the house. Okay. Uh, everybody has to do chores. Everybody has to pitch in, but they each have a paid job because these are jobs that I could do, but it's really worth it to me to farm it out mm. and then actually pay them to do right. it. It's like their paid job. So anyway, she was like, she's been bugging me for a while. I want a paid job. I want a paid job. I want to make money. And I just haven't, you know, no offense to her, but she's six, seven years old. Like there was really nothing. If you're getting paid for something, you do, like you said, you can do it, yeah. but you're paying someone else to do it. But that means you want it to be done. Not necessarily just like you would do it, but to this, the result should be done. Should be, yeah. Yeah. So the work should be done. Clementine runs my pantry. Okay. So she makes sure everything is rotated when we get groceries in. She keeps it organized. She sweeps it. She cleans the shelves. Like maintaining the pantry is something that needs to be done and it needs to be paid attention to. And you need to know what you have in your pantry. And that is just extra brain work for me right now that her little organized mind is great at and it's totally worth me paying for. So if every Wednesday I go in the pantry, if it's clean, if it's organized... She gets paid. Anyway, so I start cloth diapering and Janie is like bugging me. She's like, I want a job. I want a job. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? And she looks around and we're standing next to the laundry room and I was getting ready to move a load of his cloth diapers over. And she was like, I will do his cloth diapers. And I was like, "Uh, I don't don't know. And she goes, watch. And she goes and gets a stool and she opens up the washer. The the wash had finished. Mm She takes out all the inserts, puts them in the dryer. She goes and gets the hangers for the shells for the outside of the mm-hmm. cloth diapers, which I don't put in the dryer because of the buttons and whatever and the right. elastic. She hangs them all up on the hangers. And I was like, what are you going to do when it's done? Like when everything's dry? She's like, I'm going to put the inserts in the diapers and put them in the drawers. And I said, you know what? If you can do that, I will pay you. And so. I mean, that's huge. Like having that's basically from your end you have the convenience of a disposable diaper like if every time you need a diaper you go and it's the inserts in there and everything like when they're all clean you just have to grab it they're and already put it in on the him. drawer i mean so man. she i mean she literally has to get a, sc- a stool and like reach into the bottom and it's hilarious <laughs> because all that's hanging out of the washer is her legs <laughs> Because she's so tiny, but she like grabs, she, she loves doing it. She hangs them, she stuffs them right, puts the inserts in right, and she folds them and she puts them all back in the drawers all nicely. And I making that money. haven't washed a load of cloth diapers myself. Wow. Yeah. Way to go. I know. It's been that's, a, I mean, it's been a that's great, a way bigger tip than great. what brand to use. <laughs> 
<laughs> get you a six or seven year old that wants a job and wants to make money. And uh, yeah, so she's and, you know, to be honest, she's really excited to get the very little amount of money that I'm paying her. I'm right. not jipping her, but like, I mean, she's a kid. Yeah. She's your kid. Is, it's yeah. different. This isn't like a full laundry service here. She Logins is pro child labor. I, I am heard a little it. bit, but anyway. I heard it. Yeah. Um uh okay, well should I just where, yeah, what are we what are we okay. I'm i I'm gonna just read another Tell thing me. I have written. <laughs> okay, I'll read this one. Listening to my mom explain what a thumbs up is and including the history of the Roman gladiator games is such a reminder <laughs> that we are all like our parents. <laughs> is that where the thumbs up came from? <laughs> well, I've heard that too. I Yeah, I've heard that. Oh, that it's just like, well, that, you know, and it's in the movie Gladiator, gladiator of course. Classic. Um, and so, but my mom was just like explaining what a thumbs up is and then she included that part but what prompted her to do that? Because they were like giving, she was giving Georgia a thumbs up. Okay. And then Georgia, so Georgia was like. What does that mean? Right. Like interested in what. Yeah. I guess that you and Matthew don't that. thumbs up her a lot. Prob- I don't think so. <laughs> and just the fact that my mom thought to include like vicious, bloody, the vicious, bloody history of the thumbs, the thumbs up, up. I was like, I was like, we're yeah, related. We're so related. I definitely do things like that. You do. <laughs> No, that's in- I hadn't thought of that. It but... was just and my, and Georgia was just like, yeah, uh huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Georgia's so going to be just that puts person. Her little thumb up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why thumbs up feels a little rude to me. Was that we all know where it came from? <laughs> We're all whenever you thumbs up someone, aren't you like in a little way telling them like mm, I'm okay with you being alive. <laughs> Like that's the most like you kinda, that's the most warm a thumbs up can be is like mm, I guess we won't kill you today. You're alive because the the masses said so. But that's it. If it was up to me, that is exactly how a thumbs up comes across to me. Anyway, it comes like across you're a cruel dictator. It's like a little like yeah, great, mm, fine. Today definitely, you can live. Definitely on on uh like in Messenger. Yeah, getting like a what? You're like oh, okay. Um, I have a new word I would like to give you. And that oh. sounded like a weird evangelical thing to say, but it wasn't. Oh, a word. <laughs> I have a word. No, I meant an actual single word. Right. That I made up. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, when you have a baby and you're up all night. Uh-huh. Okay. So sometimes what's been happening to me is I will be in a dream like a really weird dream. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because you get pulled out of a dream, sometimes it actually makes that dream more vivid. At least it does for me. Yeah. So like, because I had to leave the dream for whatever reason that I remember it. Okay. So I had a dream the other night. I met someone and we were parting. And in the dream, we both knew that we, I had to leave um, because my baby was crying, so I had to go. So I'm starting to hear my baby cry in my dream. And I'm in real life. In real life, I'm hearing yeah. this. And I'm telling this person that I was hanging out with, like, I gotta go. You hear that? And she was like, Oh yeah. And so in order to leave the dream, I had to fully dissolve into thin air, which was like kind of like the agreement that okay. she and I had. And she she kind of like grabbed me by the forearm and was like, <laughs> Our meeting. <laughs> I like can see see this person so clearly in my head. It's How really funny. weird. She like grabbed my arm and she's like, "Our meeting was a gloof," and I was like, "What's a gloof?" And like I'm asking her, and I'm like, I'm really hoping I don't wake up before she can tell me what a, right. a gloof is because I'm you're like trying to like stay. I'm like, but I'm, but I'm disappearing and I'm floating away and I'm like holding onto her arm and I'm like hearing ransom cry and I'm like just hoping that she can explain to me what a gloof is because I don't want to leave the dream without knowing like without finding out what the gloof is. And she goes, it's the vibe of the pre-made beds and department stores. <laughs> And I disappeared. Oh no. 
Um, okay, so well. So do you remember growing up and like you'd go to Sears or mm-hmm. whatever and they oh, would yes. sell and there would be all these beds and mm-hmm. they would have like the ugly dresser yeah. and the ugly comforter uh-huh. and the ugly And shams. everything was like 5,000 pounds. <laughs> and $5,000. Like, yeah, it was like as thick as like a tree trunk and redwood for- forest. <laughs> Just the ugliest things you've ever seen. Yes, cherry and- wood. And and she's telling me that that was the vibe of our meeting was the pre-made beds and department stores, which apparently is what a gloof is. So anyway, a gloof in my our meeting was a gloof. Our meeting was a gloof. It was the vibe of the beds in the department stores. And I which as a kid, this is all like everything I just said, I feel like I say as an adult, as a kid, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I want to stay in this store overnight and sleep in all the beds. Yes. So, so as a kid, it's a positive. Yeah, you wanted to lay on the beds, right. which now thinking back is just a disgusting thought. Well, and like mm. they Ugh. were like tiny display beds. Yes. Usually we didn't know that because we were little. Yes. So they but looked now, huge in my yeah. brain. But um, so anyway, that's what a gloof is. <laughs> and I can't decide if it's a good vibe. <laughs> is it a bad vibe? I is guess it, it a, just depends. Ew, I'm in a department store in the 90s vibe, which is nowhere I would personally still want to be. Um, right. Corduroy was trapped there and it was horrible. <laughs> you know, just bad things, bad yeah. things going on. Um, yeah, I'm like, I don't even know. At some point, will department stores even exist anymore? No, they're dying. They're dying. They definitely don't have, I don't think they have beds in them. I don't know. Kohl's they have a does. tiny bed in the Coles. Yeah, Kohl's I was about does. to say, but Which... it's like tiny. Like Kohl's. not even my little kid self would have thought that was a full size no. bed. No, but anyway, there's that's my that's the word gl- I have for gloof. you. It's a gloof. Gloof. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> my next thought is that. so dumb i love it okay already. watching toy story oh realizing that no woke socialists <laughs> are talking about the fundamental privilege that exists in the toy world some <gasps> toys cannot talk like some <laughs> toys cannot communicate at all like a ball like i'm sorry who would want would you want to be a ball or would you want to be buzz lightyear buzz lightyear, buzz lightyear can fly he can talk he can actually there's an extra level up. of privilege because he can actually, or like Woody, he yeah. can actually communicate with humans because he has words inside of him. He has a voice box. Right. Yeah, that's true. And some toys are just like sitting, doing nothing. <laughs> they can't even move independently. Yeah. Now that I think about it, there was a ball there. The Pixar ball. They had to add. Right. I don't even know if the that thing's alive. The ball didn't do anything. It just rolled. Well, it rolled around with the other toys. But yeah, you know what I mean? Or I like. Do. Like an etch a sketch can't talk, doesn't no. have a voice box, no. but it can spell things out like on its little screen. And so I'm like, there is definitely communication privilege. Like, yeah, there's privilege in the toy world. Like, who would say? Could they even make that movie anymore? And not necessarily because of this, but I just feel like Pixar can't make. Like, Woody was white and Buzz was white. So I just feel like you like there was then every character was white. And so they weren't worried about, you know, like making sure the girl, you know, it was the right. the girl was this or that. And, you know, um, Bo Peep was Bo Peep. And by the fourth Toy Story, we could have a whole thing, which yeah. was a fine movie, by the way. Right. Whatever. I like Toy Story. But four, by the but fourth was, movie, yeah. she had to be a completely different. You can she see had to the catch changes. up with the times, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the girl characters had to be their you know, boss babe selves, mm-hmm. which is just annoying. And yeah, Bo Peep is my least favorite part of Toy Story 4. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, mm-hmm. I was like, this is just a thing that exists mm-hmm. no matter what. Some people just have things that some people don't. <laughs> Even in the toy world. Even I'm like, in- just across the board. Like no matter how, mu- how we tell a story, uh-huh. it's so built in to like some people having it better than others is so built into just the fabric of life well you know we could get into a conversation about what better even means like yeah um but i just think it's funny i just think it's i don't know i 
I'm dumb. No, it's not. It is an actual thought that uh, a lot of. Well, I mean, I think like you don't get to pick your owner. You don't get to pick which room you are. You're no. in. Um, you don't get to pick your gender. Right. You don't get to pick who if you're you born to. If you have a voice to. box or not, you don't get to pick if you require batteries or not. Like, yeah, it's just. Uh, and that's never been like something they've had to just overcome. A part of reality to tell the story. Right. It's just a part of reality. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think one of the reasons we're starting to tell bad stories is we don't want to. We're not comfortable with that anymore. Right. We don't want that to be how it is. Like Bo Peep can't be some feminine delicate character even though in the first movie she was she belonged to the sister Mm -hmm. she was very soft-spoken because if you looked at the bow peep really her only she definitely doesn't pass the bechdel test in the first one because the only thing she really talks about is that she likes woody right (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) oh that's interesting that's an interesting thought what do we what are we going to do with feminism next year that's an offline conversation anyway Yeah. yeah Yeah, I have um well I have more thought okay. <laughs> Why didn't I share this with you? Um Baskin Robbins has a turkey ice cream cake for Thanksgiving now. No. It's you guys, it's shaped like a turkey. No. That's it a real pic no. Yes, that's the picture of what it looks like. No. It is an actual ice cream cake that looks like a turkey. Why? Why? That's <laughs> <laughs> my honest reaction. Why? <laughs> We're so desperate. Commercial, you know, when people decry commercialism, I tend not to trust them in general. But this is a moment where I might be okay decrying capitalism. <laughs> Supply and demand. Uh, we'll see if they have it next year. Yeah. I hope that they don't. I've never seen such a thing in my whole life. Um, <laughs> it's really hideous. It's not cute. My 10 cents is it's not cute. You need two turkeys on the table. That's what they said. I don't get any ice cream flavor no, stuffed you don't. in a delicious no, you don't. Baskin Robbins turkey ice cream cake. You don't need turkey it. emoji. <laughs> no one needs that. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Uh, tell us if you got that for your Thanksgiving. Tell us if it tasted good. <laughs> I um, don't believe. I don't believe it. Um. Oh, I have one last question for you. And then I suppose we can. Well, I'll have to wrap it up and see you guys next week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So are you a butter? So when you're talking about toast or like a piece of bread. Okay. Are you a butter to the edge kind of gal? Or you like leave a little space around the edge so you can hold the bread without getting buttery fingers? That is more thought than I've ever put into toast. <laughs> well, so I learned that I like I'm an easement type of gal. Like I like a little space in between so I can hold the bread, but my husband is not that way. He likes a like he actually made fun of me when we got married. He was like, "And you don't put b- butter like all the way on the bread." And I was like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. And he was like, all "You don't way. put it to the edges." And I was like, "Well, what kind of psychopath would do that?" Because then you'd get like butter all over your fingers. Well, I have. But I also get it because like more butter I is have bad news. not a problem. <laughs> I have bad news for you. Uh-huh. Matthew might hear this and do it, but I don't butter my bread, my toast. Oh. What I do is I cook the, I toast the bread in butter. Oh. So I, when I make toast, I drop a, too much butter in the pan. Okay. And then I put I'm the just, bread in the pan so that the whole piece of bread is, is soaked. Just soaked in it. Yeah. So you make toast not in the toaster. No, I okay. don't own a toaster. I don't believe in them. Okay. I think they're a waste of time. <laughs> I think when you can cook the entire piece of bread like and flip it uh-huh. and cook it in more butter, like you're really missing out who spreads and then in order to spread butter you have to leave it on the counter which is not my life well i just put a little i just slice off oh you have that bell thing don't you i don't but i but i know what you're talking about um but i take the bread out of the toaster like immediately and put a few little slices and then like let it start to like soften and then i spread yeah i don't i can't that stresses me out cook the bread in butter (laughs) 
and well, avoid. Like you said, I there, may no, have to... No knife necessary. Like you that, just... While I... I think the toaster is very convenient. I've never no. actually bought a toaster. No. The toaster that we have is like uh, just yeah. some old thing that was given to me. I'm like, yeah. I don't even know if it's safe to you. Yes, I was say, like you're <laughs> you guys might die because of the toaster, <laughs> but that's how that's the toaster life, I feel like. Like everybody's risking it for the biscuit is what's happening yeah. with toasters. Yeah. And air fryers apparently. There was that post yeah. about the fire yeah. being started by air fryers and now nobody leaves theirs plugged in. Oh, I've never, I've never, I don't leave anything plugged in. I just in. have to move it off. I have to unplug it and move it off the counter because yeah. I just don't. I ruined my air fryer. There starts to get, especially now that I have a mixer. It's yeah. like, what do I want on my counter? My yeah. beautiful orange mixer <laughs> yeah. or an my air fryer? Air fryer. <laughs> it's covered in grease. <laughs> smells like old so, yeah, chicken. We just unplug that and put that <laughs> put in the pantry. That, put that away. <laughs> Clementine will come over and organize, organize. that pantry for you. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back, you guys. Hopefully we yep. got our chatting out. Just kidding. We didn't. Uh, There's no way. There's I haven't no even way. covered half of it. Yeah, I still have notes that, that I didn't you get didn't into. Get and that's, that's okay. There's okay. more. Because there's more episodes coming. Well, you can leave us a voicemail at 470. I do remember this number. 470-465-0475. I, hadn't, I haven't had to say that number in a long time. It just was sitting there dormant. Yeah, Waiting. more alive than my own phone number in my head, <laughs> but not more alive than my debit card number. Yeah, you definitely got that down. <laughs> Which I know my husband's always like, "Why do you have this memorized?" And I'm like, "I pay for everything." Right. I I don't have mine memorized. I think if someone was like, "Oh gosh, I don't know why that popped into my head." If someone was just Put like, a gun to your head. "Yeah," if it was someone like, was like, "Give me your debit card number," I'd be Which, able to do it. I think I'd be able to do it for my own life, but yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. It would be like I could give you that. I'd be like, try a few options. Try, try a few. Try. <laughs> <laughs> if you put like Can seven here tries? and maybe the eight Can over I have three here, tries? Yeah. I know my security code. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, leave us a voicemail. If there's anything we didn't cover this week because our brains don't work. If I feel like every time we've posted an episode this week, someone's been like, I'm surprised you didn't mention X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, man, that's actually I'm also surprised. <laughs> How did we not mention that? Funny. Um, so, you know, feel free and do that. Well, we put things in the shop. We did. Yes. We do have. Obviously, we have. By the time you're hearing this, you're not going to be able to get Let's things see. in time for Christmas. I don't know. Maybe it, there's a. It's a maybe. We can't guarantee. There's no guarantee. Right. But I bought something from the shop and I got it in less than a week. Okay. So that well, can have, happen. So we have two Christmas designs, but the "Don't Be a Bummer" design is a permanent design on the shop. I so love it. if you like that, you still do have time I love it. to. Yeah. You have forever. I bought some to gift to people that asked me for ah. it. So I'm excited. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, how do we do this? Leave us a voicemail, 470-465-0475, and we will see you all next week. See ya. 